Welcome to Rick Radio's Community News Desk Podcast 11. I'm Jennifer Gannon. Later on, I'll be chatting to Sharon Woods of the Crusaders Athletics Club about their Couch to 5K initiative. But first, I caught up with the lovely Dee Roberts of the Railway Union Rugby Club and talked about women in sports and getting involved in rugby. I'm joined now by Dee Roberts and you're a part of the Railway Union, the rugby club here. Yes, yeah. yes we are. Um, so our rugby club, we've got two women's teams and three men's team. And then we also have an inclusion tag team and a junior girls underage program as well. And what's the inclusion team? Uh, what is, what's involved in that? So it's for kids with additional needs. So it could be autism or Down syndrome, etc. cetera. So um, it's just... It's just getting kids involved with tag rugby because most of them come on board and they don't want tag rugby. Um, so it's getting them, getting their skills. So we train in the men's centre and we work through skills, passing and catching, but we also play games as well. And we're actually working up to our first blitz on Sunday at Terranil College. Amazing. Yeah, it's fantastic. And um, what age group are you talking about now for joining? So right now we can offer up to 18-year-olds. We have okay. a core group of 10 people and they're 9 to 15, but we can offer up to 18 and we want to recruit as many people as we can, many kids as we can. So mm. our programme can grow. We can have two teams, three teams just it's pretty much getting everyone on board and it's girls and boys for yeah, the it's yeah. girls and boys predominantly right now it's um girls yeah but anyone and everyone who is and we're always recruiting we're always doing flyer drops um we've we went to irish town stadium and we had a meeting with them as well with the leinster body um just trying to recruit as many as many kids as we can from the local area and how did you get involved in rugby yourself? Well, I'm from New Zealand, so I've been playing since I was four. Oh, you were playing in the whim. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So I um, actually played rugby in London for London Wasps. And wow. then I met my rugby coach, um, John Cronin, uh, from Railway Union, and he moved me over here to play rugby. And I've sort of, I do all of the um, sports coordination for Railway Union, for the whole sports club. And then from there, we just had always talked about making an inclusion tag team. And the IRFU have been so supportive. David McKay there, um, he's been super supportive in coming down and getting our coaches involved as well, um, doing like off-the-field coaching, um, all of the safeguarding and the vetting, etc. And have you seen like since you've been here, because I know for ourselves, our women's rugby team, you know, they're doing so well. And I think there's been a lot more, there seems to be a, a bigger groundswell of support than there ever was. Have you seen that change like over the past while that more and more people are actually interested and in supporting women's rugby? Absolutely. Yeah, I think um, the whole social media thing mm. has really taken off as well. So it's creating more um, of a, like a vision for women's rugby and where we want to be because um, England and France have obviously set like a precedent of where yeah. women's rugby should be. And now we have a lot of adv- advocates, not just in Ireland, but also overseas, really speaking up for um, women's rugby in general. And it's it's starting to come not just from the top, it's going to like into pros and then down to grassroots rugby. So now mm. you've got four and five-year-old girls going, yeah, I want to play rugby now. Which is great. And I think that's the thing, like I saw a lot on your Twitter, there's a lot of stuff about, you know, on the Railway Union uh, Rugby Twitter, there's lots of about breaking the bias. And I think that's such an important part of it is actually just trying to get girls because we know from, you know, we're seeing this message all the time, like that a lot of girls these days are just kind of 
maybe rejecting sports or not getting into sports because they're worried about the way they're going to be perceived by other people, uh, by their peers, by boys especially. And I think, you know, what you're trying to do there is just like get people out, get girls out just to, you know, be healthy, exercise, have fun. That's the most important thing. Yeah, most definitely. Like you say, um, breaking the bias is 100%. You're spot on there. Um, We did a campaign a couple of years ago. You can't see it, you can't be it. And it's just being able to see women's rugby, being able for these young girls to be like, this is how I want to play. So Mm. it's getting them down to the local sports clubs, such as Railway Union, and then getting them involved with as like our junior girls rugby program. And then them being able to understand that rugby's for all people, Mm. for all girls, no matter how tall, how big you are, there's always a position. It's not what one size fits all with rugby. Um, So it's really just encouraging anyone. And it doesn't matter your skill range, um, you could be, you could be the most skillful person or not, but as long as you work on it and you're there, you're turning up, then rugby's for everyone. And I think that's the things that maybe like will put some girls off. Maybe they don't think they're the strongest. And you, you see when you're looking at rugby from the outside, you're like, oh my God, it could never do that. But you're saying it doesn't necessarily, that's not dependent. Like it doesn't, no. you don't have to be the strongest girl in the world. No, like for not this. at all, not at yeah. all. It's all about, like I know when I play, everyone comes up to me saying oh, like rugby's such a physical sport, mm. but if you're there and you're competitive and you want to get involved like you don't even notice getting tackled you don't even notice taking contact um it's just about the adrenaline of being in like a team environment Mm. doing your part for being in a team as well and I think if you're that type of person who wants to put themselves out there and wants to be in a team environment and play for other people then rugby is a sport for you and it definitely sees there's so much camaraderie you see that with the Irish women's team especially like you just saw it there for the Six Nations on Sunday and you can see that with them they just support each other so much and there's a great element of like team spirit with that And, and I think like do you think that rugby fosters that then? I think so most definitely like on Sunday to lose 69-0 and still be able to get up for it and like yeah. support your teammates. Like, never say die attitude. Mm. They were still there. They were still performing at the 80th minute. Like, you're not just fighting for yourself. You're fighting for your other teammates. Mm. Um, it's like we always say it's like chicken and pig situation. Do you want to be a chicken and lay an egg or do you want to be a pig and provide bacon? Like, <laughs> yeah. Which is great. Like, you're sacrificing yourself for your team and it's, yeah. de- it's camaraderie. It's being able to understand how to play in a team environment like you don't always have to get along with someone on the off the pitch but you've got to understand how to play with them on the pitch and that's the thing because I think with sports it does hone your skills Mm -hmm. your skill set in a lot of ways like you're saying you're dealing with failure in that way but you're dealing with how to cope with these kind of things and it's good to have those you know rubrics that will help you in life like which I think is great for young girls to to get involved in and they are most definitely transferable skills like uh, you've got to turn up on time to rugby training. You've got to be, you've got to have all your gear. You've got to look presentable. Like mm. those are all transferable into real life. And I get a lot of feedback when I was younger, people looking at my CV going, oh, you've played team sports for years. And like, that's what they want. They want someone who's able to work in a team environment and get along, mm. not necessarily get along with everyone, but able to communicate clearly to everyone as well. Yeah. And just have anybody from different, you know, walks of life, different backgrounds, like to meld that together and have that discipline. That's, that's the main thing I think that you learn with sports is just so much discipline but I can see like even from we were saying like on on Sunday like it was a record attendance even which I thought was amazing like because do you find you know because I was saying now you can see that more and more people are actually recognizing how you know good 
the women's teams are that you're getting more support is it a, a case that the, the media are kind of turning their attention a bit more or like we're finally catching up is that what you've like, yeah I you think feel? I think we're finally catching up um with everyone else like it's taken a while and I know back home in New Zealand it took a while to be like recognized for women's rugby over there as well but now like social media is such a massive tool to be able to do that mm. and TikTok as well bringing on six nations yeah. like the money the money support behind it but also having these big figures in international rugby and international sports everywhere backing women's rugby we retweeting things liking sharing subscribing it's fantastic and it's it'll take i think irish rugby a little bit longer than than the england's and france Mm. um but like it's happening now and like everyone's backing women's rugby and we i think it will get to the point where we will have professional players in the 15s game which would be fantastic yeah and then like for you guys yourself so you're training it's every Wednesday you said at six o'clock and if people want to just get involved can they come down and just check it out and see you know join yeah. in and see if they yeah like absolutely it. we've had two girls in the last two weeks who have just turned up so uh 6 p.m every Wednesday um we've got underage girls and then our inclusion team as well and if you just turn up at Railway Union Sports Club we'll be there right in the corner playing along until seven o'clock so um and we encourage the kids even if they're unsure about joining in they can come and watch yeah um can they be complete novices like you don't have to know anything yeah yeah yeah. we have we have coaches who who learn tag on the fly with the kids um we have kids who who turned up one i had one child turn up one training and said he didn't like tag and now he's one of he enjoys it he absolutely loves it just because he didn't know what he was doing and like um the, the growth that we see in our players is just phenomenal. So I would encourage I- anyone and everyone just to turn up. And it might be for 10 minutes, it might be for half an hour. There's no pressure on when, um, how long you have to stay for. But just keep coming. And yeah. yeah. And like the evenings are getting nicer out as well. So I mean, that's encouraging. I think when people see that it's still bright outside, that yeah. they want to actually do something. Yeah. And as you said, like that's the element of it that I, I think that I can see the most from like the Irish women's team is the amount of fun that they do have and that spirit that they have so it is so enjoyable it's not I think people look at rugby and go oh my god that's very tough and it's very serious Mm -hmm. but I I can see from them that they just enjoy it so much like and that's you know such a great thing to have like yeah it's fantastic camaraderie and I think it like I say it starts from grassroots rugby being able to enjoy it from a young age and then you've got that passion and that fire and like if if they didn't enjoy it, they wouldn't be doing it. Mm. So um, they wouldn't be breaking their backs, full-time jobs in the week and then training every weekend. Um, so it, it's it's honestly a fantastic sport and we we might provide tag for everyone, but that might just be the starting point and then they can move into rugby from there. Exactly. Um, so it is a stepping stone into to our tag team is like a stepping stone into other things that rugby can provide. Another world that you don't know, you could have like, you know, a, a young star that you just, you know, haven't found yet that's yeah. out there. So can they contact you You can or you can contact by email? Yeah, or, you can yeah. contact by email um, and also my number is on there. So you've got Claire Byrne from the junior girls side and then um, me as well from the inclusion side that you can contact on. And there's an email address, girlsrugby at railwayunionorfc.com. And also you can email ourselves uh, rickradio2020 at gmail.com. That's R-I-C-C radio2020 at gmail.com and we can pass on your details. That's amazing. Thanks so much for coming, Indy. Perfect. Thank you so much. And um, please come and join us. (laughs)
You're listening to Rick Radio Community News Desk Podcast. I'm here with uh, Sharon Woods and you're very welcome to the show. And you are part of the Crusaders Running Club. I am. Thank you very much for having me here today. No problem. Um, I have been a member of Crusaders for 14 years now. I originally went down because my children were joining the juvenile club. And I stood at the sidelines looking at the children run around and I saw some adults and I happened to say to the person beside me, I wish I was good enough to join the club. Mm. And the next thing I knew, I was on the track. <laughs> so don't, don't even say anything and then you'll end up there. That's what will happen in the middle of everything. Exactly, yes. So you are starting, you're running an initiative for Couch to 5K. And can you tell us a little bit more about that, what's involved there? Yes. So um, it actually, it started two years ago in 2020 when we decided we wanted to try and involve the local community more in Crusaders Athletics Club. So we planned to run the Couch to 5K programme, but just as we were about to launch it, we were hit by COVID. So mm. it's two years in the planning. Um, and then as we began to open up again, we published it online um, with the details that it was a 10 week programme for beginners, Couch to 5K, complete people who had never run before in their lives to co- bring them down. And then we take them through a programme that will see them at the end run the 5K. So it's a 10 week programme. It starts off very gently. Um, basically, the plan is, you know, you go down and you'll walk a little bit, you'll run a little bit. And then as you go back week by week, the walking gets shorter and the running gets longer. Longer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and where does that take place? Where are you doing that? All ar- Like, is it all around the Docklands or where? So the trainings, the training yeah. takes place in Irish Town Stadium on the track. Okay. Um, every Thursday night, we meet at about 6.45. We do a short warm up. Uh, just to get people uh, ready for the for the, the training session. And then on the track, we do the training session. And then as the weeks progress, the training gets that slight little, little bit harder just to get them up to the, the 5K distance. You're just moving it on. You're moving the dial slightly, so slightly every yeah. time. And I think like for people, I think everybody feels some type of way about their body since lockdown. Um, and I think, you know, that's the thing that people are right now trying to get back out there and start. And this is it would be, you know, a great way to just ease people back in maybe. And if they have never run before, that's, well, that's the main it. thing. Either bring them back or if you've never done it before, I think the hardest thing to do is to put yourself out there. Mm. You know, you look at, when I, for myself, when I joined the, the running club, I thought I wasn't good enough. I thought, like, I can't do that. I'm, I'm not good enough to join this club. There's no such thing as good enough. You know, everybody is welcome and everybody can do it if they have the will. So once they come down and they find the, the group that works for them. So it might be a couch to 5K or maybe you've run in the past and you're a little bit beyond that. There's a group there that you can join in as well. But if mm. you're starting from the beginning, well, then the couch to 5K is the, the place to start. And then the next step from there is what we call the Fit for Life group. They also meet on a Thursday um, and they just do a little bit of a longer distance and then you progress on from the fit for life onto lane one, lane two, lane three and before you know it, the Olympics. And you've been there yourself, that's the thing, so you know exactly what it's like the experience is like so you know can you tell us a little bit about like that experience and what it's like to start off and how quickly you do develop well, it's absolutely terrifying to, yeah to, <laughs> you know to bring yourself down to, to walk in the doors of Irish Town Stadium onto that track is terrifying and mm. I applaud anybody who's signed up for this program we've had a great response I think we have 15 people signed up which is really really good 15 people putting themselves out there for the first time and rocking down and that first night you could tell that people were nervous you know everybody mm. stood in a corner 
you know, looking at each other, wondering what's to come. Now we're in week four and they come down straight onto the track. They have the chats. There's a bit of crack. There's a bit of laugh. They're doing their, their session. But there's no doubt about it that it's, it's nerve wracking to begin with. Mm. But once you've made that first step, the rest is easy. And then you're figuring out, you're kind of figuring out your ability altogether, which makes a difference because there's kind of a, there's a commitment in there built in. So, you, you know, you have to keep going every week and you're striving towards a certain point. Like That's nearly the most important part is, is the commitment, the dedication mm. to bring yourself back week after week. Because if you give up after the first week, well, then obviously you're not going to achieve your goal. But um, if you come back, you certainly will get there. There's no doubt about that. And do you notice when like it kind of kicks in for people? Can you see that in them, like where you can see this is it, they're getting it now? I, I think week two, nearly yeah. people just go, oh my God, I, I kind of feel more part. It's just the first night is nerve wracking. The second time you come back, you feel a little bit more of a part of the group. It naturally happens that you slot into a group. You know, you don't all come down on the first night and all run together. It just, when you start, you naturally... There's pockets of people. There's a little. There are people who are a little bit faster than the second group. They're a little bit faster than the third group. You find your group. Mm. You you get in with them, and then you you you're at that pace, and you all help each other. And it's so much easier when you've got company. You know, it's really difficult to do on your own. I think so too. I was just thinking that because I know a lot of people, like myself included, you'd have apps that you can download that are you know couch to five k. But if you don't have that support, it's very hard to kind of motivate yourself to do it. Then I think if you know there's other people around yeah. you, I think it's so much easier it's, it's very it's very easy to talk yourself out of it yeah do you know yeah. but it's 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 the knowing that you have committed to being there on the Thursday and the little WhatsApp group. And so if you don't show up and we get, hey, Jen, you know, where are you tonight? Yeah. Everything OK with you? And you're like, oh, my God, I better go back. I better week. go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, that really helps as well. Yeah. And you need that kind of encouragement. I think that's like the push that people need, especially these days. I think since lockdown, it's just been so hard for people to actually just get back outside just to go outside the door and, and even you know find out we're, we're advertising a lot of different clubs all the time in this yeah. show and you just hear from so many people that you just want to see people again like it's really important to get people back absolutely and I don't think you'll ever regret, an, uh, regret a night that you go down to a club and engage with people in your local community um, and as well as anything else I know there's loads of great clubs out there but when you join um, an, an athletics club mentally for your mental health it is so good to go out and get a little bit of exercise in the fresh air you feel so much better afterwards and as the weather is getting better like yeah. I mean hopefully that'll motivate people to get out there and do it so how so you're saying how long is the course again it's so it's a 10 week program 10 week the couch to 5k program is developed to see people reach the 5k mark in 10 weeks we're on week four if there was somebody listening and they thought they'd like to come down, if they had a little bit of fitness, they could possibly join in on week four. Mm. If they were couch to 5K completely, they may be better off to wait till the next time we start a new programme. But certainly um, between now and the 23rd of June, when it is the Docklands 5K, and our aim is that we, the coaches, four coaches, by the way, um, we're going to run the Docklands 5K with our 15 wow. new um, members. And we're really looking forward to that. And I know that they'll they'll get there. I know they will. And that's, that's the challenge for them as well. Yeah. It's just thinking like, you're thinking to yourself like I know for myself I wouldn't be able to you know you're thinking I won't be able to run for five minutes straight like let alone you don't even realise how difficult that is sometimes no. like and until you do it you, you know you start with maybe one minute the next mm. thing it's two minutes it's five minutes it's ten minutes and before you know it like marathons are in your mind that, <laughs> and you know there's so many people that are getting such a buzz out of running I've, like Ringsend is and Irish Town it's just rife for joggers you yeah, see them everywhere, yeah, everywhere like yeah. yeah and I mean that can only I mean, I think it's such a good exercise to have, like it's such a, a good discipline to have because 
I mean, it's great being involved in a group, but there's nothing stopping you from just putting on your running shoes and going for a run in the evening. Like There isn't anything stopping you from running on your own in the evening, but it's so much um, more fun when mm. you do it with a group. Exactly. Um, I, I really think it is. Yeah. And just to have people kind of encouraging you along the, along way, the way. Like you're saying, you have four of you that are training and just for you guys to, you know, give any tips and help people out. And that's, I think that's such a necessity for something like that, If you're, especially if you're starting out. Yeah, we tend to, um, we break ourselves up in, we disperse ourselves within the 15 so you know somebody leads somebody's behind two in the middle and we talk them through the whole thing and you know they can see if they, when they're doing their little running phase they can see the end line and they might say oh I can't make it you can you can keep going you know pick up the pick which up. is so much better than yeah. an anonymous app telling you to do yeah. if there's actually somebody there yeah. motivating and they, and you they, and they get there they always get there and it's it's just it's a really lovely thing to do that's an amazing thing to see to yeah. see them move from each level each step and I don't know if I mentioned but it's every age group you know it's it's brilliant not, it's not people it's not teenagers it's not people in their 20s it's across the board everybody men and women um yeah so it's it's really is accessible to everybody and when so if you're on week four now say if people were thinking about joining the next time when would yeah. you be starting back again i don't have the date but i know that um the aim now is to, to run the Docklands 5K on the 23rd of June. So once that's over, we'll make plans and it will be advertised on Crusaders AC website. And I'm sure it'll be on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere else that we can put it Brilliant. as well. And does it cost, how much does it cost to join? If you So it's €69 Euro to do the Couch to 5K programme. And at the end of that, if you decide to become a member of Crusaders, uh, it's different prices for students and you know, uh, they're, mm. but they're all on the website. But your €69 Euro is taken away from your annual subscription. And I know it isn't, it's not very expensive it's, yeah it's not thousands you know, it's, not, it's not even hundreds it's like 100 yeah. maybe and something but um but the 69 euro is taken away from your annual membership fee but the membership fee varies depending on if you're a student if you're it's a family membership or if it's you know if you're employed if you're unemployed there's different rates brilliant um, and i don't off the top of my head no, no well no. i mean we can if you want you can send us the details and we can pass yeah. them on and we'll put that uh, on the facebook and if you want to email us here at rickradio2020 at gmail.com that's r-i-c-c radio 2020 at gmail.com we can always pass on the details as well Fantastic. if anybody is interested. Lovely. I but look forward to loads of new members. Definitely running all around the place like an army of runners. That's what we're going to see from Excellent. this. Thanks a million for coming in and talking to us. Thank you so much for having me here today. That's it for Rick Radio's Community News Desk podcast for this week. My thanks to our guests, Dee Roberts from Railway Union Rugby Club and to Sharon Woods of the Crusaders Athletics Group. If you have a story and you want to get in touch with ourselves, please feel free to email us at rickradio2020 at gmail.com. That's R-I-C-C radio 2020 at gmail.com. Now, if you are promoting uh, anything, just make sure to get in touch two weeks beforehand uh, because the podcast is recorded. My thanks as always to Dylan on sound and to you guys for listening. Um, We'll talk to you next week. Stay safe and we'll talk soon.